Hey folks, welcome back to the My Tech Assistance Podcast. Today's episode is about virtual meetings, which I know have become a very tiring reality for many of you listening to this podcast. However, today's guest is Tony Lambert, Chief Technology Officer of TechSmith, and he oversaw an experiment at his company where employees didn't have a scheduled meeting for an entire month. According to Tony, this forced employees to be more focused and direct in their communications with coworkers, and meetings have since become more streamlined after you after the experiment was over. Before we get to the interview, here's a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform to hear interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. And now here's Tony Lim. I uh, guess yeah, so Tony, uh, why did uh, TechSmith, uh, you know, conduct this uh, meaningless uh, you know, experiment for that, for that month? Well, one of the things that we were wrestling with is how should we operate once we move into our new building? So um, like many companies, when the pandemic hit, we went full remote. Um, but during that time, uh, we were building this new building and we wanted to try to make it as effective as possible. And so we wanted to really challenge how we're operating from a meeting standpoint. Um, and we have we have amazing tools to help improve um, uh, uh, what we call fewer, better meetings. Um, and our staff, you know, just when we went full remote, we leaned on Zoom, we leaned on uh, meetings as a way to try to keep connected and make sure things weren't, weren't falling through the cracks. And we... Our staff, frankly, were getting tired of of yeah. like moving from Zoom meeting to Zoom meeting. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's that's something that that I think um, a lot of people you know have have complained about is just the endless you know uh, meetings. And really, since the pandemic, since we all kind of uh, grew accustomed to Zoom. Um. Yeah. What were the complaints? I think we kind of just touched on it, but what were the complaints you know, about meetings before this experiment? Just too long, too many, et cetera. Or is there, was there um, some of it was was too many. Some of it was um, it, it, it makes a really rigid point in your schedule. You know, if mm -hmm. I have if I'm trying to schedule a doctor's appointment, if I'm trying to uh, you know pick up my children from school because I have to sit in the, the line or, or whatever, right. they're just like. I need to do that, but now I'm going to try to get on a, a Zoom call from my car, or it's it it, it creates these um, sort of uh, stressor points that may not actually have as much value, and um, kind of um, that that notion of that Zoom fatigue, or uh, that that I, I know has been talked about elsewhere was was definitely uh, present. And so folks didn't want to um, wait, waste time. You know, An another item is just, I'm in a meeting. I know everything that's being talked about. Why am I in this meeting? What, what is, what value am I gaining from it? Yeah. Um, so it was kind of, sounds like it was kind of like a uh, work-life balance issue first. And then like um, meetings. Product, Absolutely. Product yeah. Second. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and like I said, with the with the new building that was coming, we we didn't want to uh, kind of go back to the ruts that we were in before uh, before we went full remote. So. Mm -hmm. So during this month, um, you know, how did employees collaborate if there were not 
uh, video meetings? Um, lots of ways. Um, so we use tools like Slack. I've mentioned Zoom. We do use Zoom. Um, the the teams, different teams have different kind of project management tooling like Trello, Asana, things like that. Um, and and we we ask people to embrace those things. Use use the tools that are going to make the most sense for you. Um, we did have times when meetings occurred. So let's say there's a debate going on asynchronously and people were empowered to just say, you know what, let's quickly jump into, let's quickly jump into a, a Zoom and try to hash this out. Um, but, but the key there is that that was emergent in the moment that was necessary as opposed to like, oh yeah, at 2 p.m. we're going to get together and we're going to talk about topic X and we've done that every week for the last, <laughs> you know, four years. Um, and, and so it really kind of, challenged a lot of that why do we need to be together to have this conversation um and uh so so i won't say that no meetings occurred is my my point but um it was much more like an, an as needed basis and it uh, made those times where people did get together much more poignant um working meetings etc um and you know, I I have a number of people that report directly to me, so uh, it, it is, would be normal for me to have one on ones with uh, with my reports, and and uh, I kind of left it up to the the person reporting to me. How should we handle this? And so um, for some of my staff, around about a certain time during the week, we would just get on Slack and and um, have some discourse, and if we were good, then we would go back to whatever else we were doing. Um, I had one employee ask, like, just in the middle of the month, can we have one in-person, <laughs> uh, one in-person chat? Uh, sorry, uh, I shouldn't say in-person. It was we were still remote, but synchronous uh, chat. Right. Right. Um, and and you know the the ultimate uh, piece there is one of the one of the major concerns when we surveyed staff before doing the experiment was feeling even more isolated. Because, you know, they would see people, at least through, a, a, you know, a rectangle on their computer screen, um, mm -hmm. that that they were just like, oh, am I going to feel even more disconnected? Um, what was a core, core concern going into it? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, something I think a lot of people have struggled with, uh, you know, for the last, you know, three plus years, and just, you know, seeing their coworkers on a little box on their on their screen, and that, you know, gets old after a while. Um, yeah. So, so what did this do to, um, you know, productivity and, and, you know, what were the results? Um, lots of interesting things came out of it. Um, I, I mentioned going into it, the largest concern was isolation coming out of it. The largest concern was actually, uh, wasting time. Um, and mm -hmm. so what, what there was, a, there was like a flip towards the value of meetings is actually increased as a result of this. So if you if you think about those emergent situations where like oh let's get in here and let's hash this out and then go back to uh, um, whatever task that I was going to be working on, um, it had it had uh, an interesting effect of m making people believe that meetings had higher value or, or uh, more important. It's also challenged staff, um, myself included, uh, how we should function as far as a meeting goes. I don't know if you've ever been in a meeting where, say, half of the room really knows the subject well, and the other half of the room 
doesn't. <laughs> and you spend the first half of the meeting trying to bring this other cohort up to speed while the other folks are, I don't know, answering email, disconnected. <laughs> yep. um, that's that's highly wasteful, you know, um, in our view. So why not get a video out ahead of time to the to the folks in, in the in the meeting? The folks that know the subject matter, they could watch that video at 2x speed and just through it and like, yep, yep, all of the stuff I expected to see. Yeah. The folks that weren't less uh, weren't as up to speed, they have the opportunity to slow it down, rewatch certain points, and even ask some questions ahead of time before that meeting in, in an asynchronous way. So that when we get in the meeting, everybody's in a much uh, more even playing field. We're wasting less of everyone's time, and we're able to get right down to brass tacks. Right, right. Um, um, this is something that that I've seen. Um, you know, a lot of folks say that uh, you know the increased use of you know tools like Zoom, Teams, Slack, et cetera, have been causing you know a lot of uh, increasing uh, or in increasing the workload on you know IT and help desks. So with you know that out of the picture for a month, you know, did did you see any kind of uh, um, you know impact on IT? No, that wasn't really a, a problem. So our company, as I had mentioned, had already been full remote. And our, our one product, Snagit, is, is amazing for helping you create these asynchronous pieces um, so that uh, you can in, bring visuals into whatever it is that you're working on. And um, we, we lean on that heavily. And if a, if a employee is struggling with, say, Zoom, They'll, they'll take a screen recording and show the IT person exactly what's happening. They put a link to that video in the support ticket they submit. And here our IT person's like, oh, I know what's going on, um, as opposed to trying to describe that in text. So there's, there's a lot of uh, ways that you know, we, we leverage our own product, uh, Snagit, internally to smooth the bumps over. And no, the, uh, by and large, help desk tickets didn't didn't skyrocket during that time. Um, they 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 certainly existed, <laughs> right? But it wasn't uh, it wasn't notable, right? Um. So yeah, after your experiment, and when was this again? This was in the summer, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, it was in July of 2022. Right. Yeah, so so now we're uh, you know about what eight months after. So how have meetings uh, changed since then? Um, <clears throat> there's definitely been a um, oh gosh, I'm sorry, the, the words um, a focus on should we have this meeting? Uh, literally yesterday, I canceled a meeting because I knew that the group wasn't ready to have that meeting. Yeah. You know, tr traditionally, we might have just left it on the calendar and got into the room and like, hey, let's do a roundtable status on what's going on. And mm. it's, it's just where what's the real value in that? If it's if it's if you're not ready for it, cancel it. Right. Um, I do an all hands meeting with the whole engineering and IT groups. Um, uh, I've, I've, I flipped that uh, discussion uh, in, in a few different ways. One of the things that we're doing now is we send out a video ahead of time. We, then after the uh, team consumes that, they have a form they can dump questions into. And then I will, I or the leadership team will go through what questions staff have and, and get ready. And then we'll, when we do get together, we answer those those questions in real time and, and create an opportunity for discourse with staff if they need more clarity. 
Um, another example uh, that I did for an all hands um, is again, if you've got a hundred plus people in a meeting, you want to make it valuable. So we sent out a video ahead of time. We then gathered up folks that were interested in a discussion or a topic. And when we got in the room, <clears throat> uh, we broke up into, into breakout rooms. And so we had like 10 different little micro sessions focused on different areas that people could uh, volunteer, volunteer or self-select to jump into. Mm. Um, so, uh, and, and just re-embracing meeting facilitation as if we're going to get together, how do we make this time most valuable? How do we not waste the company's time? Um, so with, you know, a fully remote company, I know, um, kind of, you know, uh, fostering like a, like a productive, you know, workplace culture is, is challenging in a remote first environment. Um, so, so how do you, you know, do that without relying on, on meetings? Um, so I, I do want to correct something. We are not a remote first company. Sure. Uh, we, we, we were remote during that time um, with the pandemic, but okay, gotcha. today today we consider ourselves a hybrid company, hybrid sure. first. Um, our staff uh, are have have one of three flexible benefit statuses is uh, what we talk about. So some folks are hybrid, and that's the majority of our staff, and we ask that they come in twenty uh, percent of the time. So and that's they work with their their team to figure out how they want to utilize that. They can come in once a week. They can come in one, twice every two weeks. They could come in one week a month. And we have different teams leveraging that those different models. We have some staff that just live far away and they are in a full remote situation, but we do ask them to come in roughly quarterly um, uh, and we pay expenses and all that good stuff. And then some staff just like being in office. So we, ha we have some staff that'll be in two, three, even five days a week. So I just wanted to clarify yeah, that sure. aspect. Yeah. But um, and so how do we want to use in-person time is is um, something that we're still getting better at, but we use it for celebration. We will have lunch for staff uh, a couple of the days a week mm -hmm. so that when more people are there, you have uh, opportunities for um, just catching up with other people, talking about um, whatever interests you. We have different groups that will do board games. There's a uh, another uh, person kind of organizes a smash bros it's a video game i guess yeah. uh, like a tournament um yeah. uh, so th lots of activities like that so we we try to take that in person time um and and make sure and we're still getting better at it i would say um but make sure that when we are in that office that we aren't just in little hovels in one-on-one -on -one conversations as if i was still just sitting in my office at home right yeah, it's funny. It's, I think it's something that the UCC industry um, has noticed that, you know, people don't love sitting in meetings all day. Um, and they've, you know, released like a bunch of tools for, you know, Teams, Zoom, um, you know, over the last three years. Um, and I think, I think, but they're still, they're still meetings. They're still sitting in a Zoom call looking at their coworkers face in a box on their screen. Um, so, you know, without, you know, tooling and, and technology, you know, how do we make these virtual meetings more productive? You know, when, when we built the building um, that we've been in 
to to uh, uh, we we ramped staff up into the building starting last September. Um, but when we we designed this building around the notion of hybrid, so um, if I'm on a team, uh, my team has a team room, and they we've got roughly six desks in the room. But we also have a technology called a neat board. So every single team room has this portal into anyone that's remote or had to work from home. And it is, it's, it's exceptional. Like it's, it's shockingly good how well the microphones work. Um, It can, it has like a fisheye style lens for the camera and it can pick out individual people in the room. So you can see a bit more of the facial expressions. So we've really been able to make the experience for someone that's remote be pretty darn close to as good as that person that's in the in that team room or that set of people that's in the team room and um you know that technology in the team rooms pervades the building every conference room everything is uh set up really well for it and i've been very pleased at how good of an experience it's enabled for both sides right um so that's another piece of technology that's been pretty key for us as we've uh moved back to uh having some in-person time right yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think President Biden has a neat board in, in the uh, Oval Office. There's a. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I follow neat. Um, you know, they um they, uh, yeah. We so our sister publication is a audiovisual trade magazine, and um and they're they're probably one of our advertisers to be honest. Um, so I follow them and I saw them, uh, retweet uh, uh one of Biden's tweets uh, with you know him in front of one of their neat boards. And uh, yeah, yeah, that the whole, that whole category of kind of all-in-one collaboration displays is uh, incredible. It's kind of uh, it's kind of blowing up. Um, yeah, Tony, I think that answers the, the questions I had. Unless there's anything else that you wanted to tell us about, you know, uh, how to you know kind of place more uh, value on the actual productivity of meetings versus just you know having a meeting for the sake of it. Um, I would just if for for any of the listeners out there, I just challenge folks to think about how they're handling meetings and what value they're getting out of them. And are there ways to kind of optimize and, and become more efficient with, with your time and the other folks that are impacted's time? Because um, I suspect if you do some soul searching, there, there's room to do some work outside of that uh, synchronous um, event and um, to make when you are synchronously connecting with someone of higher value. And uh, I encourage folks to consider the power of video and imagery in their daily communications if they can find tooling that'll help uh, help expedite that. Very good. All right. Uh, well, Tony, thanks very much. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Zach.